Welcome to the Powered by Mind podcast. I am your host, Joe, and this podcast is to show you that you have the power to do anything you put your mind to. You can improve or change your life at any time you choose. Along the way, we'll hear incredible stories and life lessons from others who have done just this. So if you're ready, let's go. Today, we're going to be talking about fortune telling. Okay, so you're probably imagining a person with, in a tent, you know, like a marquee, with a cloak, sitting in front of a crystal ball, maybe their name's Mystic Meg. Well, that's one way to do it anyway, but there is another way we fortune tell, and that can actually be pretty damaging for us. So what are you talking about, Joe? Well, what I'm talking about is the chitter-chatter you have in your mind. You know, the internal dialogue, the little voice that tells us that you know what other people are thinking or going to say. And in particular, the one that often sabotages our relationships and decisions. It's that voice in your head that stops you from asking your boss for a pay rise because you think you already know what he's going to say. It's the voice that tells you, I'm never going to make new friends or find a new partner because they might know my old friends or someone that knows them and and they might say bad things about me. Or perhaps you're planning on a solo trip somewhere, but now you're convincing yourself that something's going to go wrong and that's, you know, it's not worth doing because you already know how it's going to play out. It's that little voice that can make things way worse than they actually are. For example... Have you ever made a decision, you know, like, oh, you know, I don't want to go out this evening. And you start worrying about what your friends are going to think if you tell them. Um, You have this kind of running commentary through your head about how they're going to react to you. You might even think they're going to tell you, oh, you're a bad friend. Or maybe they're going to say to me, you know, um, I've let them down. Or, you know, even worse, they'll call me a loser. And then suddenly... You're in a full-blown imaginary debate or argument with that person you've been thinking about. And now you're mad at them. And your whole body's reacting. And they're not even there. You're actually just having this little argument with yourself. Now you are a mind reader and a fortune teller. We can convince ourselves that we know what other people are thinking and how they're going to react. That voice can talk you out of doing something you really want to do because you're worried about what other people think. But the truth is, you can't read people's minds or predict the future. You don't have a crystal ball and we don't have something that tells us what's going to happen. You know, if we're going to ask for that pay rise or go on that trip. You're not a fortune teller, no matter how cool that would actually be. Now, it's normal to have an internal dialogue and talking to yourself can be really, you know, quite helpful in organising your thoughts when you need to explore different conversation options. You know, when you need to gather your thoughts to figure out what you want to say, especially when you're getting ready to have a tough or sensitive conversation. However, it's important to be aware of your negative self-talk. You know, you're not so fortune-telling voice and don't let it take over and mess things up. It's okay to think things through, but try to recognise when the commentator, you know, your inner voice, starts being negative all the time. Because that's when negative thoughts can start to feel like a steam train bowling through your head like an endless journey towards self-destruction. 
And unlike depression, which is thinking about the bad stuff that's already happened in the past, anxiety is thinking about bad stuff that could happen in the future. It's like you're trying to predict the future, but all you can see is the bad stuff. And that's not cool, man. Now, I did not make this up, but I have used this technique and I found it really helpful, which is why I want to share it with you. A long time ago, I read a book called Feeling Good, The New Mood Therapy by Dr. David Burns, and it was really super helpful. It was actually one of the first mindset books I ever read. Um, no, actually, I think the first one I ever read was Families and How to Survive Them, which is a book by John Cleese. That's actually a really good book as well. Anywho, the book Feeling Good explains this thing called cognitive therapy, which David Burns refers to as drug-free therapy. If you change the way that you think, you can change the way that you feel. It's like fast-acting cure for our emotional symptoms. So cool! The exercises in this book are really great for accessing our subconscious, you know, the deep locked-up thoughts, and stopping the negative conclusions that might not even be true. The fortune-telling tool is one I learnt from this book, but neither you nor I are fortune-tellers. Thank goodness! So if you randomly jump into negative, unreasonable conclusions without checking the facts of whatever the situation is, you're engaging in mind reading and fortune telling. These behaviours involve assuming that you know X, Y and Z are going to happen and being so convinced of your prediction that you don't bother checking out the facts before jumping to the conclusion. So let's imagine it like this. You're trying to call your friend, uh, but they've got their head in the clouds and maybe they're dealing with some personal stuff. Maybe they've dodged your calls and you don't really know what's going on. You don't know they're dealing with personal stuff. You just feel like they're dodging your calls and they're not speaking to you. But you can tell something's really off with the way that they're talking to you when they do answer the phone. And they might seem a bit distant or maybe they're not as chatty as usual. You start to think, hmm, they're mad at me. What have I done? Or they, you know, you might think, ah, they don't want to be my friend anymore. And it can make you feel pretty, you know, bummed out. So you might even decide to give them the cold shoulder in return. But later on, you find out that they've actually been through a really rough patch. So it turns out you were just jumping to conclusions. Oops. Okay, so here's the deal. When we start talking to ourselves, or we start telling ourselves that things are going to go wrong... We're totally missing out on all the good things that can happen. It's like we're being our own personal fortune teller of doom and gloom. And that just leads to feelings of hopelessness and, you know, anxious feelings. But do not fear, it is not all bad. I just want to help you recognise this pattern so you can, like, change it up when you notice it. It's super important to be aware of how we talk to ourselves and make the effort to switch gears when we're being pessimistic. Because we're going to get pessimistic at times. It's natural, but it's just a really good tool to use to be aware of how we're talking to ourselves. So learn to tell the difference between what is real and what is simply a product of our imagination. That way you can take control of your thoughts and stop them from controlling you. If you catch yourself thinking everything's going wrong, stop, take a breath. Remind yourself you're not actually psychic and you can't predict the future. Plus, there's lots of good things that can happen, especially if you haven't checked out all of the facts yet. So instead of stressing about what might happen, 
Let's focus on right now, the present and all the amazing possibilities that are out there waiting for us, just waiting for us to get them. Thinking negatively about the future is not good for our mental health. And one way to stop obsessively thinking about the future is to practice mindfulness, which is what I'm talking about being right now. It means living in the present moment without any judgment. So it can stop you from feeling so anxious and be more in control of your thoughts and feelings. And the other technique is the cognitive therapy that I was talking to you about. And that just means figuring out and calling out our negative thinking patterns. So just calling them out, okay? Challenge them by actually questioning what we're thinking about. And that can give us a more realistic, balanced view of things. So let's go back for a time that I can remember. This has affected me. So back when I was hairdressing, which I absolutely loved, and I wasn't too bad at it because I had quite a few people asking me if I could cut their hair. And you know what? A few years ago, I would never have said something like that. I would have not recognised that I was actually good at something or even spoken it out loud. So I'm not being big noting, but I'm going to pat myself on the back there because I'm feeling quite good that I can praise myself. I was quite good. But I found I was always too afraid to cut people's hair that I didn't know. I only had a few clients um, that I felt comfortable around and knew would appreciate me. I'd have people come and say, oh, can you book my friend in? She's looking for a great hairdresser. But I couldn't do it. The negative fortune telling self chatter would start. What if they don't like it? What if they tell their friends? People will talk behind my back and they'll think I'm no good. I won't have any clients. There's no point in trying to start a business. I'll just fail. I'd even make excuses that I was busy. And this was all in case they didn't like it or in case they said something negative. So looking back, I realised that I missed out on a lot of business opportunities. If only I'd taken the chance. I could have started my own salon, been my own boss and had many satisfied customers. However, I know everything is exactly how it should be right now because it is. But the point is, my fear of what other people might say or might feel held me back. So I know firsthand how negative thoughts can be crippling and how they can consume your mind, making it difficult to think about anything else. It can lead to procrastination to the point where it's really hard to leave the house in the morning. And I've experienced this myself, but I've come to realise that I cannot read other people's minds. I cannot know for sure what they're actually thinking or feeling. And since using this technique and thinking about it as being a fortune teller, I've found it way easier to stop this type of thinking and push myself through it. It's helped me realise how important it is to remember this and not let assumptions hold us back from pursuing our dreams. So even though I have worked on myself quite a lot, the negative voices and self-doubt still creep in. But the more I silence those pesky voices, the quieter they get. And instead of sounding like a really loud distraction or distracting noise right in front of me, they're more like a distant sound outside the window. And it does take practice, but it's important to realise that you need to work on silencing them so they don't take over. Now, this podcast, I'm going to talk about this podcast a lot because it's actually taken me nearly three years to start for exactly these reasons. And I have finally 
push through the negative thoughts of what others might think or might say about me and I'm just doing it anyway. Because I've come to the realisation that number one, I simply don't give a hoot about what negative people think of me and number two, what they do think is their business, it's not mine. And you should adopt this attitude too because whatever people think of you or what you think they're thinking of you is none of your business and everyone has the right to their own thoughts just like you do as well. Plus, I like I said, I've done work on myself and I've figured out that, you know what, not everything is out to get me. Don't let your mind get wrapped up in what you think might happen or what you think somebody might say. Remember, you're not a fortune teller and you don't know what's going on in people's heads and you don't know what they're going to do. So what if half of what we think is going to happen actually only happens because we're thinking about it? So thoughts, when you have a thought, it leads to an action and those actions can influence what, you know, what we're doing, how we act about it. And sometimes you're focusing on something so much you can actually cause whatever it is you're thinking about that you don't want to happen to happen. So basically, if we think about stuff a lot, it can lead us to doing the thing that makes those thoughts a reality. Now, I'm not saying you're powerful enough to have a thought and it becomes reality instantly. What I'm saying is our thoughts can influence our actions and what we do and it puts us in a position where the things we're thinking about will probably end up happening. I guess like a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know? That's just mental. Hey, anyway. So if this is the case and it works when we're being negative, doesn't it make sense that if we predict the future in a positive way, it's super good? And really... It is because it can lead to positive actions and positive results and that's what we want, right? This is the cause and effect. So that's when one thing happens because of another. So you think about it and then it happens. Now let's say you do become the fortune teller of doom and gloom and then someone does or says something that you were actually predicting. Let's face it, no one wants to be wrong. So you wait for that little tiny, uh uh-huh, see? See, I was right. I told you. You'll actually be looking to confirm that you're right. And that is known as confirmation bias. It happens when we only pay attention to the information that agrees with what we already believe. And this can make us think we're right when we're not. And it fuels our negative thinking. How about you try and prove yourself wrong instead of right? Instead of looking for when you're right, pay attention to when you're wrong. Maybe just try and prove yourself wrong and make a big fuss of yourself when you do. Oh, look, I was wrong. It didn't work out the way I thought. Hmm, that's interesting. And the best way i found to get out of this sort of thinking is just to go ahead and do whatever it is, whatever that may be. You know, whatever thing you've been thinking about, or maybe it's stopping you from doing something. It could be a difficult conversation or it could just be a task. And lots of the time or a lot of the time, not lots of the time, it turns out to be way better than you think it's going to be. Instead of worrying, focus on being productive and solving the problem. Challenge yourself. Ask yourself, can I do something about it? Or say, hang on a minute, let's think this through. Don't just keep thinking about it and dwelling on it. Take action. Act on it. When your thoughts start to run off with you or on you, You can actually have a little chat back to yourself. Hey, I'm not a fortune teller, 
Maybe even picture yourself as that fortune teller. You know, put on the imaginary cloak and picture a crystal ball in front of yourself. It might help you to put things into perspective. It might even make you giggle a little bit. And take it from me, there's nothing like laughing to break the pattern of what you're thinking. Or something I've done, something else I've done in the past, is imagine pulling unwanted repetitive thoughts right out of your brain. Like, you know, not literally pulling them out, but imaginary. If you have ever watched Harry Potter, and um, at this point I just want to clarify that I used to do this before the book or the movie was invented, but um, not with a wand, obviously. If you imagine in Harry Potter the bit where they're extracting memories to view at a later stage, they pull them out of the brain um, with a wand. Awesome visual for this exercise to imagine taking your thoughts out of your mind. Try putting your hand above your head and, and pinch your fingers like you're pinching the thought and holding it between your fingers. Then imagine yourself pulling it out and then just throwing it away, sending it as far away as you can or just like, you know, blow it away. Like it's floating off with the wind, not towards you, far, far away and just carry on with your day. And every time that thought comes up, because let's face it, they don't always go away, they come back and you can say to yourself, you know what? I'm not a fortune teller. Imagine pulling it out again and blowing it away and you can tell yourself, I don't know what's gonna happen until it does. So thank you so much for that thought, but it's really not helpful right now. No, no thank you. Let it go like it's drifting off. It might sound a little bit crazy, but it works for me and it can work for you too. Because you know what, you can't always control your first thought, but you can control your second thought your third thought, etc, etc. But sometimes they do keep coming back. So you just take it out and throw it away or think that you're blowing it away. So there are a few ideas for you to try if you do find that you're being a fortune teller. Just to recap on all of this, remember, you are not a fortune teller and you cannot predict the future. So the next time you talk yourself out of doing something because you're worried about what other people are going to think, take a step back and ask yourself, are these worries based on reality or are these just assumptions? And if you've been thinking about doing something, please just go and do it anyway. It may not be as bad as you think and you can't control everything that happens. But I'll tell you what, you can handle anything that comes up. You've done it all your life. So once you stop being the fortune teller, you can actually invest your time and energy onto other things that you like or be productive or maybe even start that business. So stop overthinking it and just do it. You never know what amazing opportunities might come your way. And remember, you've got this. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to me. Um, I hope there is something you can take away from this and I want to help the world become a better place. So it all starts with you being the change that you want to see in the world. And if you did find some benefit from this, please share it with somebody else that you think is going to benefit from it as well. And as always, I hope you have an amazing day.